Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 124, The Truth About Being a Real Estate Agent. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about what is the truth behind being a real estate agent? What do we really do? What really is our job and what's not our job? What do we take on that we don't really actually get paid to do, but need to take on to make sure the deal happens? Being a real estate agent is a fun and exciting job. We get to do a lot of things that most people would love to do, like touring homes, meeting people and traveling around towns, looking at all sorts of different things, meeting contractors, checking out all different ideas of how people live and getting to see the best and the worst of every home. The truth is, it really is a big challenging job. We have a lot of different things to do. On TV, real estate agents just answer the phone and show homes. In reality, we need to constantly market ourselves and generate leads. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. People get into the real estate world and think, I'm going to be the best negotiator. I'm going to be the best at contracts. I'm going to be the best at touring people through homes. And they focus solely on that. They focus solely on the byproduct of what we do. They focus on when they have a client, what they're going to do once they have them. And the whole entire time that they do this, they don't focus on getting the client. The biggest secret to the business is we're marketing and lead generation people that happen to sell real estate. We want to be great at selling real estate. We want to really know what we're doing. But without being a marketing and lead generation expert, you're going to have little business to do. You could be the best negotiator in the world, but have no one to negotiate with. That's one of the things that I think most people don't see, especially when you're watching like HGTV and stuff. They're always on the way to the appointment. They're not really showing us the whole back end. Sometimes they'll do a little highlight about some flyer or poster or maybe the promo for the open house, but they don't show the blood, sweat, and tears that go into properly running a database properly working to generate new people for that database and just originally coming up with the marketing content in order to have yourself be a successful real estate agent. So if there's one piece of advice I have for brand new agents, it's to focus on the marketing and lead generation side. I'm not saying not to study, not to understand the transaction, not to do any of that. I'm saying spend less time focusing on that because as you do transactions, you're going to learn. I'm not saying you need to learn trial by fire and get into trouble, but I'm saying that you can't really study for real estate to go perfect. You need to get clients. We do not get paid until we have clients. You can certainly get clients and be studying at the same time, but your focus needs to be on lead generation and marketing or you will not have a business for long because if you don't get a paycheck, it's very difficult to work. And we only get paid when we close. So a lot of times you hear people say things like real estate agents are overpaid. The truth is a lot of times they're underutilized. Another truth is some of the highest paid real estate agents you know, what's the difference between them and others? They sell more. And selling more means you make more. So there are plenty of people out there that are not only underpaid, but underappreciated as well. And the idea of sometimes, especially when a market's hot like this, people want us to take less of a commission. It's funny, they're going to sell their house for more money than ever, yet they want to cut your commission. 
That's when you need to start providing value. You need to show them that there's more value to you than just opening and closing doors. That's where a lot of agents make the mistake. They start cutting their commission. Next thing you know, they're a discount broker. And why is that? It's because they don't understand the truth about being a real estate agent and how to provide more value. As an agent, we always need to look, how can I make my clients feel more appreciated? How can I make them feel like it's worth working with me? And how can I make them feel like they paid me less than I gave them? That's a big thing in any job, but in real estate especially. The fact that we get paid in one big lump sum confuses a lot of people. They see a $10,000 paycheck and they see you getting it. They don't see the 25 times you met them downtown. They don't see the 25 different offers you wrote. They don't see all that as unpaid time. They only see the paycheck, which sometimes eludes people to believing that we get paid too much. Now let's talk about another one. Freedom of time is a constant misconception of a real estate agent's life. While we have random work hours, we work when our clients are working. We have clients, right? So they're going to have jobs. They're going to be working. Not always can they meet you in the middle of the afternoon. Now, I am a firm believer in giving people options of times versus saying what works best for you, saying something like, does Tuesday at 5 or Friday at 4 work better, and giving them options that way because people will, when they're serious about housing, take days off, skip over different private events, make it work out. But when given the option and the words what works best for you comes out, you're always going to get nighttime appointments and weekend appointments. You gave them that option by saying what works best for you versus saying which one of these two or three different times works. And now mind you, if those times don't work, you may have to adjust. That's okay. But by simply Offering times versus saying what works best, you're going to be able to schedule your own time a lot easier. The freedom of time thing, just make sure that you're the type of person when getting into real estate, you're okay with, maybe you go to the beach on a Monday, maybe it's a Sunday. It's whatever day you have time off and you have the time available. You don't need to beat yourself ragging and work all the day, every day, but it is a business that really never sleeps and it's a business that the off times a day are when people want. So maybe you start your day a little later at the office. Maybe you end your day a little early on a day where you don't have things going on. You have to learn to carve out time for yourself to keep your own sanity, but realizing that anyone who tells you the freedom of time is lying unless they're working one deal at a time and they're just doing it as a novelty job. We're in the modern day world. Agents are trying to do more business than ever and people have the remote access of phones and everything like that. So that means they're in your pocket all day and all night. Back in the day when I first started in real estate about 13 years ago, phones kind of went quiet at a certain time. Why? Because they just didn't think they'd get a hold of you. But now they know you have a cell phone in your hand because they just checked your Instagram and you just posted. So they know you're active, you're awake, so they'll message you. I'm one of these people, I like to work whenever my clients want to work because I'm trying to grow a massive empire and I believe that that's how it's done. Now, have I seen people that talk about the 40-hour work week or the 30-hour work week or go to work only this many days? Yeah, but I'm yet to meet any successful person that's highly successful. Not successful as in an idea of just a six-figure salary, but successful as in an idea of making that seven, eight, nine, ten-figure salary and growing a business and growing something massive. We only have so much time here on planet Earth, so if we want to get it done, we're going to have to put in the time. But realize you can take time for yourself, 
when you do plan vacations, you plan trips and everything, make sure you line up somebody to cover your work because unlike some jobs, this job isn't going to wait and we have deadlines. If you miss a deadline and you sacrifice a deposit because you're down in the Caribbean, you might be in big trouble. Having friends in the business is very important, especially within your own brokerage. Sometimes you can trade off clients. Just remember, we have an agreement with our client, a confidentiality agreement. So when we go to use somebody else, we want to get signed paperwork saying that it's okay for XYZ to take care of my transaction during this time, especially if you're going to be exposing them to the folder. That confidentiality agreement, remember, it does not die with the deal. It never dies. That's a confidentiality agreement for life unless anything else was disclosed otherwise because that is how it works. So just keep that in mind. And remember, our job is only really to help people buy and sell homes. That said, we must be able to babysit everybody in the transaction, including mortgage professionals and attorneys, to make sure the deal closes. So yes, we are just real estate agents. Yes, we do not do a lot of the other jobs. But one of the things you're going to find is the attorneys and the mortgage professionals constantly need reminders of deadlines and due dates. We constantly have to call them and badger them. For some reason, attorneys think it's okay when a deal is due to be signed, maybe a purchase and sale, due to be signed at 5 p.m. to send it out at 4.50 and say it's good to sign, as if we have scheduled the last 10 minutes in the seven-day window of opportunity we had in order to meet with our clients, get it signed, and get it on time. Remind your clients, always, always remind your clients that the attorney is the one to reach out to when they're wondering. The mortgage professional, say they're looking for what's closing day. That's going to be the buyer's attorney. Say they're looking for how much money do I need for this or does it need to be certified funds. That's going to be the mortgage professional. Make sure they know it's okay to ask those people questions because you don't want to be the middleman as a real estate agent going back and forth between the attorney, mortgage broker, and client. You want to make sure they talk direct, but also everybody should be CCing each other on the deal. That way there, everybody knows what's going on at all times. Communication is the key to successful real estate. When you communicate well and everyone understands what's going on, it makes your life so much easier. If you don't do that, you're constantly going to be running around. And if you're not babysitting everybody else in their job, then you may not end up getting your closing check. We only get paid to perform, so that's why we're so willing to take on these other jobs and roles of babysitting and managing other people. I would say, you know, never, ever, ever, no matter who they are, trust that they're going to get it done. When it comes time, you need to remind people and check in. That way, your client's deal is safe and that you're going to make it to the end line. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already done so, make sure to subscribe. Also, tell all your colleagues about it and tell them to subscribe as well. Check out our Facebook group, our blog, our newsletter, and our website, all found under realfactsonrealestate.com. Thank you again, and I look forward to talking to you next week.